0: This is Dr. Paul Sabin of North Valley Dermatology. It turns out there are a couple of new sun protective measures. It seems that exercise and caffeine together may be helpful in preventing skin cancer. Researchers at Rutgers University studied the effects of caffeine and exercise on mice as it relates to skin cancer. These mice were given water laced with low-dose caffeine, the human equivalent of about one or two cups of coffee per day, and a running wheel for voluntary exercise. This combination increased their ability to kill off sun-damaged cells by almost 400%. Now, this doesn't mean you won't need any other sun protection, and they still need to do a lot of research to see if it's true in humans. But the research looks promising. Be sure to grab that cup of joe before you go for your run or your ride this morning, and your skin will thank you for it. I'm Dr. Paul Sabin, and that's what's good for the skin you are in.
1: If you have skin care questions, make an appointment today with Dr. Paul Sabin of North Valley Dermatology. Call Dr. Paul Sabin today at 342-3686. Again, that's 342-3686.
0: St. John the Baptist Catholic Church of Chico is proud to help bring you Seeds of Truth. Heard every weeknight evening from 6.30 to 7 p.m. right here on KKXX. St. John the Baptist Parish is a Catholic family community serving our area with a variety of services and ministries for both Catholics and the community at large. St. John's Catholic family welcomes anyone and offers a wide range of programs and ministries from prayer and support groups to socials and Christian cultural activities. Call the parish office for a complete mass schedule or more information at 343-8741. Or visit the website at stjohnthebaptistchico.org. St. John the Baptist Catholic Church welcomes anyone seeking spiritual fulfillment at Mass or benediction or 24-hour weekday adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. Call St. John's Parish Office, 343-8741 or on the web at stjohnthebaptistchico.org for a complete schedule or more information. This is Seeds of Truth. Your host is Joe Holcroft, Doctor of Theology of St. John's Catholic Parish and the Sacramento Diocese. If you have a question or would like to participate in today's program, call 894-7325.
1: Let us begin in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil amen well welcome to another edition of seeds of truth this is your host joel craft coming to you from kkxx studios chico life radio and am nine thirty thirty uh, 30 christian talk It is good to be with you another weeknight reflecting into the richness of our faith. I'm excited about tonight's program because we have the opportunity to talk uh, about Catholic education and just more generally Christian education and what it means to develop the whole person. So I'm really excited about this program tonight, and I'm going to do this with the Principal over at Notre Dame School, uh, K3-8, over there downtown, with Terry Sobrowski. Terry, it is great to have you with me here tonight.
2: Thank you, Joe. I'm really glad to be here too. Thanks,
1: Terry. As we were talking before, we were reflecting into the importance of developing the whole person. Uh, there's a beautiful soundbite we have from. Uh, a document from the church that says how the it says Catholic education is about how to live well now, so as to be able to live with God for all eternity. Uh, I just really struck me how to live well now, so as to be able to live with God for all eternity. So, in that we have this need to focus in on the whole person. Um, based on the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus Christ came to establish um, the truth that allows us to be the best version of who God is calling us to be. Um, And so we have this opportunity to reflect into the importance of education within the context of that truth, uh, developing the whole person. So before we jump into that a little bit, Terry, if you can tell us a little bit about yourself and then ultimately what led you into uh, Catholic education?
2: Um, well, to be honest with you, I it wasn't really my plan at all. I sort of fell into it. I call it that I, I'm positive it was God's plan. Um, I was started out as a parent volunteer and ended up working in the Catholic school, went from school secretary to teacher, and then pretty quickly to principal. So, um I definitely heard the call about being principal. There's no doubt about that. It's it's it wouldn't it is not what I would have ever, like in my younger years, imagined myself doing right now, but I feel so blessed to be able to be here.
1: Sure. You know As always the case, you know, I'm sure you've spoken with a number of people that share your story in the context of expect the unexpected. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, what am I doing here in this radio station right now, right? (laughs) You you just kind of roll with it. And, you you know, you, you ask God, you know, Lord, what do you want to do with me? What do you want to do with my life? And we have this tendency, you know, Pope Francis was just talking about this, how we have this tendency to ask God to bless what we want. Lord, bless this, bless that but we don't look at the bigger picture and see what God is already blessing. Yes. You know, and that's, that's the beauty of God. That's the beauty of opening yourself up to God. You know, so Pope Francis says, you know, let God surprise you. Let God surprise you. You know, as you may have heard, I I was sharing the other day at a conference know, you really want to make God laugh. Tell him your plans, you know, tell him your plans. So, as I'm listening to you Terry, it doesn't sound like you really ever thought of being a, <laughs> a Catholic no, school principal.
2: No, I didn't, but uh, but I I think it's 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 funny that you should you should bring this up because I just had a conversation the other day with a a mom. She came to me after school. She has a third grader and she just really wanted to share with me that she asked her third grader what had he been thinking about, you know, what was he going to do when he grew up? And his automatic response to her was, "Mom, you know, I'm really not sure what God has in mind for me yet. I'll let yeah. you know, and it's just it's just so cool and so wonderful that that is what is being developed in in the in the children's minds and hearts,
1: yeah, that is because you know there's such an emphasis on what are you going to do next I mean, yeah, I, I get it. You have to have goals right you know if if, <laughs> if you're a high school senior, you know you're you're prepping for college if you're in eighth grade right now, you know what high school am I going to. Um, yeah, you know, if you're uh, four or five, what what grades? You know, you have those goals, but uh, really, when we find God in our life, uh, what we discover quickly is that ultimately He's in control, and He may do something with you that uh, you would have never dreamed, and that's an exciting thing. It's scary, it's scary, but it's exciting, you know, and that's what makes I'm sure being a Catholic school principal both scary and exciting, right?
2: <laughs> yes, yes it does. But also there's so many gifts because even just as you're talking about the eighth graders, um, I was in the classroom the other day and the teacher, I was able to visit during a religion lesson and it was not only the greatest lesson, but the, the basis of it was doing what God's will is for you. And it just, it, I'm sitting watching the eighth grade class and it's just so natural to them to know that that's what we're called to do. It was really a blessing.
1: Yeah, and Terry, that really leads us into the heart of this program. You know, the opportunity to be able to talk about God's will being done in the classroom.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: You've already used the word gift. We talked about it before, but that in of itself is a great gift. You know, this call that we have to, again, form the whole person, academic and spiritual but how, how you integrate the two and how the two are assimilated. I mean, this is what's about. So as to arrive at the point where you can say, you know what, this is who I am. This is who God has called me uh, to be up to this point. Uh, and now with, with grace and prayer, I can make that decision uh, You know, to, to, to go to this school or, or that school. But you do it being present to the moment. You do it in such a way where you know <laughs> you see God working and the very concreteness and particularity of you know what it means to be a student, you know what's today february twenty fifth february twenty fifth two thousand and fourteen is that today yeah i mean who who would know that you know you wake up today and you think to yourself, today God is going to show me something different today God is going to show me." Uh, he's going to draw me closer so that I might make that you know decision I need to make down the road. But you can never take away today. And that's the great gift, ultimately. So with that, I know, uh, Terry, we were talking about this before, the academic, the spiritual. And as far as um, Notre Dame goes, you had mentioned a few examples or, or illustrations maybe of um, where in both the academic capacity and also spiritual capacity that you've seen— uh, the importance of a Catholic education?
2: Well, I, I think that um, Catholic schools have always been known for working to develop the whole child. Um, that's something that we've always done. But I know that specifically to Notre Dame, and, I, and all Catholic schools have what we call school-wide learning expectations, um, and it's just kind of the central the thing that we do, the central thing, what we want to develop from a graduating student. And at Notre Dame, we have an acronym that we use. It's called JOY. And the, the JOY acronym goes with our SLE, schoolwide Learning Expectations, Knowing, Loving, and Serving, Jesus, Others, and Yourself. And so even every morning, because we start our day in prayer every day together as a whole community, a whole school, and oftentimes parents join us as well, every morning we do a prayer that has to do with Joy, how are we how how are we going to know Jesus today? How are we going to serve others today? So it just kind of stays central to every, pretty much everything that we do all day long. The teachers, myself, the students, coaches, everything.
1: Yeah, and to that to that acronym of joy, something that strikes me Terry, and I love about it is the idea that Jesus is first. You know. You know, the, the, the great truth behind all of Christianity is that God is first. Right. You know, it, it's interesting, you know, if you were to study the Ten Commandments, uh, they're broken up into two ga- categories. The first three commandments is God first. Once you figure out that, then you'll know, you know, what you need to do. And that's the next seven. We have this in the Beatitudes. The first Beatitude, be poor in who? God, right? And then all the subsequent Beatitudes— are linked to that first beatitude. And then the, the, the two great commandments, okay, love God first with all your heart, mind, soul, body, strength, uh, and then your neighbor as yourself. So we love God first. So it's this in God moment, and then for other. And then that, there you have you know, the, the second you know, piece, other. You, know, you have a new identity in God and a new goal to serve other. You know? And then, of course, yourself. That's all fine and well, that Jesus and other, but if you don't take care of what you need to take care of vocationally and for these kids at Notre Dame and for all students, it is what does it mean to be a student here at Notre Dame? You know what does it mean to take care of what I need to take care of in my circle, so that I might be more disposed to serve other, and of course the great vocation is as a student tonight. You know, I taught Junior high at Notre Dame for five years, and I used to tell the kids a lot, you know, uh, give what you do to Jesus, you know, let it be a labor of love. You know, They used to create, hey, come on, Mr. H., you're giving us lots of labor, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. more love, right? <laughs> but ultimately, by syncing these three together in its own kind of trinity, if you will, you know, joy, Jesus, other, and yourself, what you have is a mission-oriented education. You know that ultimately paves the path for um, well-rounded kids, right? You know, and that's exciting, right? You know, that's I exciting.
2: mean, I don't know. There's a there's a, a lot about service. There's a lot about serving others within a Catholic school, and you know we pray all the time. We have religion classes. We celebrate mass together. So you know G- God, Jesus is is of course central to everything. But when it comes to yourself, you know we want children to know, and they learn that. They need to be healthy. They, they need to take care of their bodies. Um, we need to be good stewards of the earth. Um, we need to do our schoolwork, obey our parents, things like that. It just becomes um, central to everything that we do and what they do and what they think about who they're supposed to become.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a great, um, you know, we have these what are called cardinal virtues, um, prudence, justice, Fortitude, and the one other virtue that doesn't get a lot of airtime, and that's temperance, the carnal virtue of temperance. You know, and, and it's a word that means balance. You know, balance. I mean, of a, a, a carnal virtue is carnal to the extent that everything else we do is hinged to it. The word "carnal" itself in Latin means you know hinged to. So. Uh, When we talk about developing the whole person, Terry, what we're talking about, essentially, is uh, developing this virtue, you know, that it truly does become a virtue. And it's interesting, behind that word balance is a a sense of self-mastery. You have to be disciplined. You know, you have to be disciplined. Um, I used to talk to my kids about this at Notre Dame, you know. (laughs) Once we have a sense of discipline, then we're going to understand what it means to be a true disciple. Unknowing that, of course, discipline and disciple have the same root, which means to understand. Um, So this is important. This is really important. And then you're gonna be again more disposed to to serve those around you, which I know um, Notre Dame is 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 so good uh, about doing. You know, to this back to this whole joy. Okay, it's a fun acronym: (laughs) Jesus, others, yourself. But what I love about it. Terry is, it speaks to uh, the spirit of joy, of course, which I want to talk about a little bit because as it kind of came became a, a theme, it was kind of like a thread throughout all of my conversations and um, guests' discussions last week, it comes up again appropriately now because this has been a focus of Pope Francis. In fact, his first major document, he he penned a document with Pope Emeritus Ben 16th, but the first one he did by himself, the joy of the gospel. And if you've uh, picked up any of his sound bites, it's been about joy. Joy is contagious. And we've seen so many pictures of this man, you know, and, and you will not find one picture of him. Minus when he was on the balcony when he was first elected. (laughs) I think he was kind of shocked by the whole thing. But you will not find one picture where he's uh, not smiling. He embodies this. And it just he doesn't just wake up in the morning and say, you know, I'm going to be joyful for the world today. It's who he is. It's just something that essentially shoots forth from his very being. Why? Because he's embraced the vocation that God has given him. And certainly, this is an aspect that I'm grateful for. I have—I've yet to mention. You know, I have um, two kids who go there, and there is a lot of joy. You know, there's just this kind of just robust enthusiasm and energy there. And it's not—you know—Notre Dame's a family, and every family has their squabbles. Yes, yes, that's true. It's not immune from that, but it is a family. Yes. And when a family embraces you know, what God has given them, what they'll find is that which is life-giving, joy.
2: Right. And we do, we, we make it, and, you know, we hear it in homilies all the time as well, you know, when you make good cho- choices, you're going to be happy. And so um, the Ten Commandments were given to us as a, as a guide to know what kind of good choices to make. And that's the joy that comes from knowing and loving and serving Jesus, others and yourself. It's joyful. We're happy when when we make good choices. And I think the discipline piece is also really wow, it's it's so great for our kids. We celebrate Lent every year. We're coming to celebrate mm-hmm. Lent. Yes. And we do. We fast. We 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 do all that stuff together as a school community. And it's really a gift because ultimately that teaches discipline. And I think it's something that um we're able to help the kids learn not just with their academics, just yeah. with, by being Catholic and by celebrating Lent and, and doing the things that we do in, a, in our faith family. So I think that's really um, very important. Yeah. It leads to further being able to, to self-discipline. And I mean, you know that's a really big deal with junior high students, you know, trying to help them learn um, this is your temple, you know, mm-hmm. God's gift. So mm-hmm. um. Yeah. It's really
1: helpful. Yeah. And, you know, Terry, as we're talking about this, um, I'm thinking about how um, we, we go through our day, you know, to to, to to the school we go to, you know, and, you know, wherever we've, we've gone to school, and we just, you know, we go through the routine, and it becomes a very mundane thing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we were talking a, a little bit before, and, uh, you know, it's, this is what we're about here, and you know, you're talking to me about what Notre Dame's about, and of course, I'm somewhat familiar with it because you know I've taught there and have kids there right now. Um, but there's there's something that kind of comes out as a natural outgrowth to what we're talking about right now, um, as it as it as it speaks to more of you know what Notre Dame School is about, and that is the call to make what is ordinary super ordinary. You know. Uh, what do I mean? You know, we, <laughs> you go to school, you go to Notre Dame, and uh, there are the, the, the kids, their their the families, and you said it already. You know, we start our day in prayer. So that in of itself is a, is a beautiful and wonderful sign of uh, what Notre Dame is about. But then, okay, you go into the classroom. You know, yeah, you just do what you do. You, you, you teach your subject matter, matter, and you carry on. And yet, we have this call to make this carrying on something that's unique and special. I mean, really embracing the sacramentality, if you will, of uh, our vocation. That is to make everything that we do a sign that what we do belongs to God. That it's an expression of our faith. It, it, it touches back to what you are saying um, in regards to Lent. You know, that it might permeate every aspect. You know, you study academics. Well, why do you study academics? You study academics so that you might develop, you know, a muscle bound (laughs) intellect to better serve God. (laughs) Right. And you do that also within the context of faith because to know more about God, to know more about Jesus is simply more reasons to love and serve Jesus.
2: Right. Right. Plus you plus you have the gifts that God gave you. You have those gifts, and you're, you're obligated. You're, you're obligated to take care of that, to study, yeah. and to develop the gifts that he gave you. And everybody knows that. There is definitely an expectation of extraordinary. Yeah, There's a high expectation, yeah. and you can feel it on campus all the time. And yeah. I have to say, the families, I mean, we wouldn't be able to do that if we didn't have the support of the parents and the families and the way that they, um, they also have the same expectation. Basically, we're supporting them. Yeah. Right, and what they're, what they're already teaching at home.
1: Something has always really struck me about Notre Dame the first day I arrived is the willingness to sacrifice. And I know this reaches out into other schools as well, because being involved in education collectively passed oh, for the sure. in a lot of schools. Yes. Uh, it just It's such a powerful witness to me. I, I sit and I watched wow. as a teacher for five years parents make sacrifices i mean the demands were so high and i was actually surprised you know i remember the principal came in to me one time she says well yeah you're gonna have um you're gonna have a homeroom mom and she was telling me what that was all about And i was like really wow cool that's kind of a lot you know she's like yeah no they want to do it i'm like really And, and there they all were i mean it just it blew me away and every year and i see it you know now as a as a father um interacting with other parents this dynamic of just sacrifice and that in of itself is a profound witness i think for me but other parents have talked about it as well it just it it has its own way of ministering to each other right you know uh, and it, what i love about it is when you start talking about sacrifice you start talking about what brings a family together you know Going back to well, when I was a teacher but also I've again witnessed this as a parent. When when there when something happens within a classroom, you know, certainly it can be a means of disunity, but because sacrifices have been made, I've witnessed more often than not it, it become a means to unity, essentially making the family stronger. Right. You know, and it's it's powerful. Yes. You know, and it it, it it makes you want to to, to do mm-hmm. more, to be more for that family, and in this case, of course, for Notre Dame School. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's uh, an important p- uh, part of everything that we're talking about, because, again, if we're going to talk about serving the common good, if we're going to talk about building each other up in Christ, um, yeah, I mean, how better do it than to, to be um, disposed like the parents are and the families are uh, for one another, you know? It's, oh, it's yeah. powerful
2: definitely there's a really really strong community which i i think that everybody in the community is blessed because it can only help help your faith grow stronger really and and really we talk about it takes a village you know there's so many times when when all of the teachers myself the parents are involved in maybe just one child at that very moment but but it's all it's there's so much amazing community and it speaks a lot to or the church, really, mm-hmm. how that works.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I was going to actually, and thanks for bringing it up, Terry, because I was going to speak to that a little bit. You know, I mean, one of the things, one of the blessings, the greatest blessing we have as as Catholics, of course, is the Mass and the fact that, you know, we have Mass every Friday. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, such a wellspring of grace. Um, and you and I were talking before, we we have both witnessed um, people receiving that grace and how it's it's it, it's such a powerful witness again in of itself for people to um take that step you know in their journey to draw closer to the lord you know it it, it comes it comes back to this uh you know we sacrifice for one another uh, and ultimately as it feeds on itself we want to belong to that family and then we draw from you know this wellspring of grace and it just kind of feeds on itself in a positive way.
2: It's such an such an amazing opportunity and I see it and I know myself having been a Catholic school parent myself. I can, you know, the friendships that that are made and the support that the parents are able to give to each other in in so many areas of difficult family situations and things like that to, to, to support them, to keep them stronger. And so it's not not only about what happens in the classroom, you know, the three R's, if you will. Yeah. It's the whole entire community and coming together and making, building it up completely. The masses are great. The classes each take a, cl- a mass every week. So maybe the whole third grade class will do it. Sure. All the third grade moms and dads that are able to are there. And it's just, it's, it's, it's the most incredible thing to see those kids actually doing all those jobs on their own yeah. and the parents being so involved. It's really wonderful.
1: I was uh, I was at mass at uh, I think it was the fourth graders mass, and there was a dad in front of me, mm-hmm. and the fourth grade his son went to the podium and he was I think he did the the intercess uh, what did he do maybe he did the first reading actually okay. I think he read the first reading, and I was sitting a little bit behind and to the right, and he, he has his iPad and
2: he's, is, is he taking he's, pictures yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and he starts to cry. Oh. You know, he starts to cry. And, and I'm looking at him and he looks over at his mom who's there. Yeah. You know, and it's just in that moment, in that momentary, there's again a sense of unity. There's a bond that exists. And, oh. and what better place to have this happen than in the mass? You right know? there. And boy, he hit a home run on that reading too. <laughs> he Did nailed he? that reading. Yes. And as I looked at him and I, I kept my eye on him after the mass, and he just gave his son a big hug, and I just thought, you know, um, what a beautiful thing uh, to see a father and a son come together in that way in this context. You know, right. it was just, it was so cool. You know, I, I'm gonna brag a little bit. You know, my kids okay. have been up there, you know, yeah. singing before, and yes. it's just like, oh yes, man, that's so cool. When it was during the Christmas, I, I just, I mean, it, it just, it just kind of. It just
2: and yeah. you know for me even though i'm not I'm not a parent to those children, and i sure. I don't even have the opportunity or the gift to be able to be teaching them in the classroom like the teachers do, but for me it's I can't even tell you how proud I am and how happy I am for the for those children being able to have that opportunity and their families to be able to experience it with them It's amazing yeah.
1: amen and we and back to the mass on this I, I just you know we talk about the whole person, you know and I'm thinking about these kids that are up there singing. Right. You know, uh, Thomas Quinas used to talk about how, you know, really the, uh, the, the, the soul is song. You know, there's a great line from a, a, a junior high read, you know, <laughs> to, 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 to sing twice is to allow your soul to, soul to breathe twice. You know, and I look at these kids in the world of developing the whole person, you mm-hmm. know, just not the academics you know but also singing for god it's powerful they're doing their you know the hand motions they're they're into their thing you know it's it's just what makes you know education the context of faith so unique so special and I, i dare say quintessential you know and um on that note terry I told you this half hour is going to yeah, blow did. by, yes, you did. and our time is up. So okay. um, we're going to have to do this again Thank down you. the road, <laughs> down the road great. to talk Thank more you. about um, Catholic education here in Chico. Um, certainly, we just touched upon a few things, but I, 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 this was good. I enjoyed it. Terry, thanks thanks for having me. It's really let's great. Let's close, uh, close in prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good and gracious God, we do just give you a special thanks and praise for the gift of this time together to reflect upon the importance of Catholic education, just what it means to be um, the best version of who God is calling us to be. We pray these things uh, through the intercession of our Lord. Amen. In the name Mm -hmm. of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen,
0: and God bless you. You've been listening to Seeds of Truth, heard every evening from 6.30 to 7 p.m. right here on KKXX. If you have questions or feedback, you may email joe at j-h-o-l-l-j-m-j at yahoo.com. For a copy of today's program, visit joeholcraft.org or call KKXX during regular business hours at 894-7325. Thanks for listening to The Seeds of Truth on KKXX.